Welcome to TCC Alive, a podcast of Tulare Community Church. Well, thank you, Pastor Ryan, for leading out this morning. And Sean, Lonnie, to our musicians, thank you so very much. How blessed we are here at TCC with your leadership. And thank you for joining us online for our Christmas service today. As your pastor, I so long to have us all together again soon. This Christmas will be different for us, for sure, likely for you as well and your family. I know our extended family is talking about doing Christmas in July, of all things. Oh, my goodness, what a disruption to our plans and our traditions. Hey, but the truth of Christmas, that which we celebrate together here, cannot be deferred, and it will not be extinguished. The true light of Christmas shines brightly, and my hope is that the Christ candle shines even brighter and truer this Christmas for each of us in the midst of all this disruption. My meditation is entitled today, The Patient Reach of Christmas. The Patient Reach of Christmas. Patience isn't easy, is it? It's not for any of us, certainly these days. And I'm going to invite you to pray with me. I'm going to use a prayer, actually, from Apostle Paul. It's recorded for us in Ephesians 3, and it asks for the Father's help. And I'm certainly asking for the Father's help for all of us in this day. It says this, For this reason I kneel before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth derives its name. I pray that out of his glorious riches he may strengthen you with the power through his Spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. And I pray that you, being rooted and established in love, may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide, how long, how high, how deep is the love of Christ. And to know this love that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled to the measure of all the fullness of God. Amen. You know, that's quite a prayer, isn't it? The Apostle Paul desires for you and for me to know, to know, not just know about, but to know the reach of God's love through Jesus Christ, whose arrival we celebrate today. We're going to be looking at some scripture and also at one little part of a Christmas carol. The scripture comes from John 1. I invite you to turn there. John 1, 1. In the beginning, it says, was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. There was a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning to that light, so that through him all might believe. He himself was not the light. He only came to witness the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming into the world. He was in the world, and even though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. He came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. Yet, to all who did receive him, to those who believed in his name, he became the right to become children of God. Children born not of natural descent, nor of human decision or a husband's will, but born of God. The word became flesh and made his dwelling among us. We have seen his glory, the glory of the one and only who came from the Father, full of grace and truth. 
And then these words from John 3, you know them well. For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world but to save the world through him. Whoever believes in him is not condemned but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because they have not believed in the name of God's one and only son. This is the verdict. Light has come into the world, but the people love darkness instead of light because their deeds were evil. Everyone who does evil hates the light and will not come into the light for fear their deeds will be exposed. But whoever lives by the truth comes into the light so that it may be seen plainly that what they have done has been done in the sight of God. And then just these few words from O holy night, that song we sang tonight, long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. And goes on to say, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. What beautiful, beautiful words that capture so much of the Christmas story. So I have a question for us today. What kind of world does the light and life of Christ Reach, calling this the patient reach of the Father. What kind of world is it? How would you describe the world which Jesus enters as the light, both then in the days of the Roman occupation of Israel, but now as well in 2020 in the days of the pandemic causing major disruption? Or even more personally, how do you describe the condition of your own life? I have to look at that with mine as well this Christmas. Well, with the lighting of the Christ candle and the many references to light, a logical answer would be, well, it's a it's a dark world and sometimes pervasively so. Dark enough, I might add, that one candle, the Christ candle, or a candle lit in his name in your own life can make a big difference. A darkness which some people, the scripture says, like. They like the darkness because it hides the evil deeds. But many, perhaps you and many even unknowingly, it's this darkness is a cause for a sense kind of of worthlessness. This is what the Christmas carol captures uh, so well. It says, long lay the earth in sin and error pining. It's this kind of yearning, this pining over what's going on. Till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. Did you, hear, did you hear that? Christ's incarnation, the moment God became human, our souls kind of lit up with recognition that, that there's hope, that, that we are worthy of God before even we did anything to gain or lose that status. It's a gift of grace, this gift of light and life extended to us by God. Oh, what good news that is. The word captures it clearly for God's soul of the world that he he gave uh, to us. May you recognize and receive that life and light of Jesus personally this Christmas. Well, second kind of descriptor of this world is it's a weary world. I'm sure hearing that a lot these days as a pastor of care. I have so many people saying, oh, man, Pastor, see, I'm just like tired of all of this. I'm just done with it. 
problem is sometimes is that that which we're tired of or that we're done with isn't done with us. And certainly that's the case of many these days uh, with grief and and suffering and strife. Um, it's been a hard season here at Tulare Community Church for many. And then we have these words, a thrill of hope, the weary world rejoices, for yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Oh, we see that the best is yet to come. So are you feeling weary today? Oh, may the light and life of Jesus enliven you and strengthen you with that kind of hope this Christmas. Well, there are so many ways that we can describe this world, and um, so much of it is the same. It, can, it, it strikes me from when Jesus first entered the, um, the world. Um, and even our own lives need the light and life of Jesus anew this Christmas. Here's some more descriptors that come to my mind. It's a diverse world. Yeah, remember the star? That's part of the Christmas story. That was God's reach to astronomers in a faraway nation, a pagan nation. Um, for God so loved the world, you know, it's his desire to reach the nations with his light and life. Even the diversity within our own nation. Oh, how much the Father wants to reach uh, each and every one. Well, fourthly, it's a dangerous world. It certainly was then with Herod and all that went on uh, within that story, but it is here too. It's a distracted world. Oh, we have our minds in, on all kinds of different things. We're chasing after all, all number of things. It's an unfaithful world. That was so uh, preached effectively by Pastor Shane last week. Just, you know, just our our going after other things, making little g gods uh, and putting those in place of where um, God should be. Again, verse 17, though, reminds us, oh, how, how good God is, how patient he is. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. Oh, it's a skeptical world as well. That's captured in John 1, verse 10. It says this, he was in the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. Verse 11, he came to that which was his own, but his own did not receive him. You might be a little skeptical today. Oh, how good God is, how patient he is. is. I want to just encourage you, keep asking the right questions. Keep pursuing it. I wouldn't say just reject it, just like dismiss it, but keep pursuing it in your skepticism. Ask the right questions of the right people. God is patient. He's a patient uh, God with his reach into your life. Probably something that's more dangerous is another thing that the world is, it's often indifferent. That's even uh, more dangerous. Even in the church, who can hear a verse like verse 10, where it talks about people rejecting God and not, and not chasing after him and, and just not having any compassion for those who do not receive him, or even worse yet, yawn when they hear this next verse, where it says, yet to all who did receive him, to those who... Who believed in his name, he gave the right to become children of God. I mean, these are wonderful news, and you're just going like, yeah, I've heard it. It's not that big. No, it is a big deal. And may the light and life of Christmas, again, grab your heart with the truth of that, that you're filled with joy. Just a couple more. We certainly, Jesus certainly entered into a polarized world, and us 
versus them kind of world, the Jews and then all the people around them that uh, um, it was such a difficult time, it polarized. Does that sound familiar to anyone here? Uh, find ourselves in days where we often are fighting against the very ones who we should be fighting for. Um, the reach of light, the light and life of Jesus shows us the way. How did Jesus treat the people of all sorts, especially those who were even against him? You, you see those who were the disenfranchised, those who were kind of the throwaway people of the society, the, um, the less. And Jesus just extended himself to them. Oh, the light that was... Um, extended uh, to each one of them through Jesus. Um, lastly, this was uh, a world uh, of I want it now, kind of an instant gratification. That's a world that Jesus enters now. Patience is hard for us. It, it's true. You know, Jesus comes as light and light travels fast, but we often don't. I, I know I, externally we do. We rush around and we're running around like crazy. But on the interior of our lives, the, the spiritual growth of our lives, that's a, that's a slower process, isn't it? It's a, it's a longer journey. Yeah, yes, there's a bright star in the Christmas story, and it's at the Christmas light, the speed of light. But, but so much patience is required. How long did it take for those wise men on that journey or even the waiting for a new birth. Ah, yes, Susan and I have that, the excitement of a, a grandchild uh, coming uh, in 2021, Micah, Stephen, Allen, Dice. And, uh, but we're going to wait, and it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a while. And, and then even after he's born, like Jesus, even after he is born, it, it took another 30 years before his ministry began I think about my own life. Perhaps you can see this in your own life. Well, how long it's taken for sanctification to happen, for, for change to happen from the inside out. Oh, how much I need, right, uh, this Christmas. More, more light of Christ to continue to grow in my love for him and, and in uh, my service to him. You need that as well, and we need to extend that same sort of patience uh, to others as well. Uh, I, I uh, have to be patient in the, in the life of those that I love and pastor. You, you and others, you know, who, who I come alongside and have to be patient and, and know that it, I'm not God, I'm not the Holy Spirit. The Lord is, and he has a work. And what he says he's going to begin, he's going to bring uh, to completion. So I'm going to continue to join him there and invite you to do that as well as you both receive the light, but then extend it as well. You know, John 1 makes it clear. Jesus was there in the beginning. Um, he did not create this world as it is now. We celebrate his revival because, re arrival because he is in the process of redeeming it, both our own lives and the lives of those we love. So what to do? What to do with all of this, this Christmas? Well, the first thing I would encourage you is to take a deep breath and be patient. It's, it's rather simple, but it's, it's not easy. 
The first is that you would just simply again receive the light and life of Jesus. Make room for him in your life. Invite him in. Believe in him, as the word says. And then live in the truth of that light. Uh, John writes that, that this gives you the right then to become a daughter, a son, and belonging to God as, a, as his child changes everything for you. Even in hard times, really, especially in hard times in this dark and crazy world. And there are plenty of hard things around these days. And then not only receive that light, but then share that light that you've received This has been a frustrating year, I know, for many of us, especially on our reach out team, all kind of the larger efforts that we do every year to reach out with the light and life of uh, Christ have have had to be canceled. Well, except for the Thanksgiving outreach, so many meals went out. That was such a joy. But the rest we've had to really throttle back. And it it really gets us thinking about, again, um, the need for each of us individually to extend Um, that gift which we've received, especially at this Christmas, to others in in the most tangible and practical sort of ways. I mean, seriously, these days, that bright light of a smile or a word of encouragement or shooting a text or a note or a phone call or giving a gift, an act of service, um, Anything that you and I have received from the light and life of Jesus Christ to give it, oh, what kind of impact that will have. I'm just going to let the Apostle John have this last word where he says this. Hey, a new command I give you, love one another. As I have loved you, so you must love one another. By this, everyone will know that you are my disciples if you love one another. My friends, I love you. Merry Christmas to you and your families. Thanks for listening. If you want to know more about the ministries and mission of Tulare Community Church, visit us at tccalive.org.